Hey, everybody, a deep dive into the 2024 election. We have Tyler Boyer. We have Scott Pressler, Brett from Wisconsin. You are going to love this episode. And then all things Rana leading the RNC, this breaking news episode. We react and give you the battle plan of things that need to get done. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Uh, get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That is tpusa.com. Start a high school or college chapter today at tpusa.com. Become a member, uh, members.charliekirk.com. Here we provide exclusive content beyond our daily show that defends freedom, and we fight for Judeo-Christian values and keep America and you in the know. So you can listen to all of our episodes advertiser-free, members.charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Joining us now for the full hour to go through all things RNC is a member of the RNC, Tyler Boyer. Tyler, welcome back. Hey, Charlie. How are we doing? So it is official this morning. Well, not yet official. What is this? Why is she taken until March 8th? This is this is like John McCain funeral length. of. So this is all just more of like how the the function is, right? Which is that the RNC has a training meeting, which is like a meeting where all the members have to get together to vote. So the is whole- it actually a training? I mean, we yeah we don't have to get too. We're not going to have a ton of training this time around. Let's, let's <laughs> okay. put it that way. This entire meeting is going to be in Houston, which is where they already have set up the next convention in twenty twenty eight. You got to explain that one to me. What is going on with all that? That's the weirdest thing. So normally they don't plan conventions out this this early, but because I mean it, it, it takes a long time to get cities to bid, and a lot of cities are run by Democrats. They don't like Republicans. Yeah, they made the argument that they wanted to pick a city. I think Houston is is probably a good place for 2028 because Texas is going to be under fire, like, you know, a little I bit. I hope not. Let's not speak that into existence. Well, though. I'm not. I'm just saying just like the, we know Houston is like the it's like the Detroit. It's like the Philadelphia of, of Texas. I actually like Houston. Uh, it's it's a mess. No, but Democrats want to take advantage of it. That's where it's you're going to lose the county. state. That's where you're going to lose the so state. So you guys are going to Houston in a couple weeks. So they're wanting to lock up a lot of different things. But this is the most important thing, which is now. Because Rana said she she said she was officially going to step down after the Carolina primary, and she did. She did that this morning, and so now March, uh, that first week of March is when we're going to be in Houston for this training meeting. But now a vote for a new chair and a co-chair will happen, and so Trump has signaled who he supports. Um, I think that that's going to move. I mean, we're moving the ball down the field here. Uh, we love Laura. Laura, we've been big supporters. You've been a huge support. And suggesting that Laura would be a great leader within the RNC. She can raise money. She's great in comms. Uh, she listens. Uh, she came on this show and said all the good La- things. Laura's 10 out of 10. 
Yeah, she's I think I'm talking to a reporter about her today, just singing her praises. She's she's great. She's she's gonna be great. But this so this meeting now is is basically the the you know the official perfunctory way to you know replace Rana. And so they'll, I'm sure it'll be this whole thing of like, whoa, we love Rana and she did such a good job. Because remember, these are all Rana's voters that are still in the RNC. And this is the most critical part. Over the next three months, and part of the reason why I believe that they're doing this now, the next three months, uh, elections are going to happen in all the states to for new members for the RNC. This only happens once every four years. So the vast majority of the votes that are on the RNC, the people who elected Rana to begin with, uh, that didn't listen last in last Dana January. Point, California, and Dana Point, yeah, they these are when we elect all these people, and so if you're in your state and you're like, I don't know what's going on, I don't know who is running, we can help with that. Turning Points team has been, I mean, I think we're the only group in America yeah. that's ever focused, and on that's tpaction.com. Is that the launching off point? Tpaction.com/slash/endorsements. You can see the people we vetted and endorsed uh, for the RNC races. Uh, there's some really great people, Matt Brown in Washington, mm-hmm. uh, wonderful guy, Regina that's in Oregon. Uh, we have some wonderful Debbie that's in Texas. Uh, there's, there are some really good upgrades that we can make, but you can't, you have to remember, this is just the beginning of the battle because next January is when the elections will happen again for RNC leadership. Yeah. And who knows what that's going to be like. Well, and the historical precedence has been that if we have the presidency, the president kind of yes. picks. But again, the president can only pick from the pool that he has to work with, right? In the 168, essentially. Basically. I mean, yeah. the the history of this has been the 168 is who tees up the president. So if the 168 is really, really bad, he has fewer options to pick from. If the, if the 168 is really, really good, then the president's going to have like an ultra yep. MAGA, you know, person that he can pick from that is like right in his camp. Part of the re- how we got here with Ronick is everybody asks, is, you know, well, he had very few people to work with when he in 2016. That's right. We have a video. This is Rana's uh, entrance to the RNC meeting in Houston. Uh, play cut 14. I don't think when they filmed Aladdin, they spent as much on flowers as the RNC has. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I failed to mention to you Bob McEwen, Ohio. He's amazing, wonderful. But yeah, I mean, we have. That's what it's going to be like, probably in Houston. That's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like make yeah. way. Rana is here. Yeah, you know they're going to get standing ovation. The whole it's going to be this whole thing, like yeah, clapping, applauding. I'm sure videos. And... Oh no, they're going to bring up the ostrich. You know, ostrich. You know, they're going to do the whole thing. They're going to do. You oh, know, the, and this is I the, barely knew this ye. Is, this is the tough part too, which is that um, the new leadership has to paint a vision for what's going to happen next. You know, Michael Watley did the right thing. He came down here. We sat down and had a good meeting. He came here. He flew all the way here, spent his time here, uh, the majority of a full day down at Turning Point headquarters. We walked through all the things, the data that's necessary or to win Arizona. We focused on election integrity that has to happen in Georgia. And here's the part of the problem. The pre-existing leadership within the RNC, 
uh, wants to spend about one one fifth or one tenth, maybe one twentieth of what's needed to win these election integrity battles. Yep. And we sat across from you know Michael Watley. We've talked to Laura uh, and had these conversations, which is like, you need fifteen to twenty million dollars to fight these election integrity battles in each of these states, because yeah. you're talking about you know twenty thirty lawsuits to fight Mark Elias and Co. Not two or three, right? Like the, you're talking twenty or thirty, and each of these lawsuits is has the functional cost of one hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars. So most people, again, if you're listening to this, and like you just don't realize the ultimate cost. And this is we have a lot of conservative activists here in Arizona that functionally don't understand this cost. And it's like Arizona has never seen that kind of money invested into it on any level, on any level, right? Like at all. And so there's been, been no race that's been that expensive. Uh, this will be the most money ever spent in Arizona and Georgia ever. Uh, and we're probably going to have World War III in Wisconsin, as we've been talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's all, and we're going to talk about Wisconsin as we go. So is there any I mean, is there any chance that Trump's slate doesn't win? It seems it's almost it's inevitable at this point. I, I hope actually at this point everybody can come together and, and it's support, almost unanimous. Yeah, and make it you know, and, and, and support, you know, this new leadership change with Laura. I think Laura's gonna be fantastic. Uh I, I just wanna give a lot of credit to Drew McKissick, who's been extraordinarily uh graceful in this entire thing because this wasn't his fault who is drew again drew is the c- current co-chair oh, he's the right. chairman of yeah. south carolina he's actually been he got ca- caught he got caught in this whole thing yeah i mean because he he ran his co-chair one actually beat michael wally uh a year ago and he you know he's not yeah he's been talking to and listening to conservatives on the rnc more than anybody mm-hmm. and so he just deserves a ton of credit because he's just gracefully just going you know this is, you know, what the what the boss wants, you know, that's probably going to be the best. But, you know, I hope they find a good good place for him and he can continue to work with and listen to conservatives because he's that's been a good development along this way. Uh, a couple of other things that popped up on the RNC's radar, which are some kind of just really, like really nasty anti-Trump uh, potential resolutions that are, are popping up. Really? Uh, yeah, just just some really nasty stuff about, you know, waiting to name Trump the. Uh, the nominee until he gets enough of the delegates and guys, I don't know if you just saw South Carolina. He won every delegate. Nikki Haley's hometown didn't like her. Like they rejected her. So yep. like, it's like he, he is the nominee, yes. right? He is but the, the nominee. sooner we can merge the RNC with the campaign, the better. Well, and that's why a lot of these people, there's, there's a faction of people, that, a pretty large faction to be honest with you on the RNC that I believe are, are really nasty now because they didn't like Trump to begin with. Uh, they were defensive of Rana. That was the, you know, and this is where people don't understand. The RNC, when Trump came in in 2016, did not like him at all. There was like very, very few people that were on the RNC that liked him at all. And so Rana, for the last number of years, has been this like bargaining chip where it's like, well, you know, we like Rana, so we're just going to yep. be able to work through her. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. Did you know that over 5 billion pounds of meat are imported and sold in the U.S. every year? That's why you need Good Ranchers. They are the number one source of 100% American meat and the one that I trust to feed my own family instead of getting overpriced imported meat at the store. Good Ranchers delivers the meat my family and I eat every day straight to our door. And not only is their meat all locally sourced, but it's also all hormone-free. 
vaccine-free, and has zero antibiotics ever. You need to switch from the grocery store to Good Ranchers right now. Subscribe to any of their 100% American meat boxes to secure their leap year offer of free bacon for four years. That's over 70 pounds of applewood smoked bacon that you'll get by subscribing. Wake up and smell the savings at GoodRanchers.com. Promo code CHARLIE. Stock your fridge with easy-to-prepare delicious American meat right now at GoodRanchers.com. Not sure which box to choose? Try their best-selling Good Ranchers box, uh, the Ranchers Classic. Get quality local food you can trust and feel proud to feed your family. Go to GoodRanchers.com. Use promo code CHARLIE to claim over $900 in free bacon. GoodRanchers.com, promo code CHARLIE. So let's say the RNC makes Watley, Lara Trump, the one-two combo. Looks like that's going to happen. There's a long list of things the RNC needs to do immediately. We're running out of time. Tyler. Yeah, I mean, this is so the RNC has to play catch up now for about a year's worth of work, in my opinion. So we're behind on, on fundraising, so that's a, a must. Laura's going to help out a lot with that. You know, the combination with the campaign is going to help out a lot with that. So we can't let the RNC get in its own way. So that's where this this resolution idea of like saying like, well, Trump's not involved in the RNC, like that's so stupid. Like that's not helpful. We need to raise money. We need to raise money now. We need to make up for a year's worth of messing around. And that's got to happen, number one. Number two, we have to start working with outsiders. We need everybody, everybody at home that's listening to this. You don't have to work with the Republican Party directly in order to make an impact on this election. There are tons of outside groups, whether it's Turning Point Action, what we're doing with, uh, with our Chase the Vote operation, tpaction.com slash chase. You can get involved now. You can apply for jobs. You can do all that. You have Tea Party Patriots Action, our wonderful yep. group, Jenny Beth Martin. They are placing people in the polling places ahead of these elections. This is the, one of the most important groups in America that's doing this in Georgia and Arizona, Wisconsin. Uh, you have Scott Presser's group, which is we registering have, voters. Scott coming on next. Yeah. Scott's coming on next. They're registering voters. They're preparing people, helping low propensity votes get turned out early. Uh, that's where we're, we're focusing our efforts. Uh, there's so many. You have America First Works, who's ideing uh, independents and groups that are uh, not uh, – not typical so we can help go chase those people. So everybody's working together on the outside. And so if you're like, you know, the party you know, kind of sucks sometimes and I don't trust everybody come work with us on these things. Cause we're, we're helping navigate this all, all outside the party, uh, which is just as important. Do, do you have any confidence that the actual bureaucracy, of the RNC is going to get reformed? The people that are the deep state of the RNC. So we're, we're going to, I think that the, most important thing, and I was me- messaging with a couple of other RNC members, is the most important thing is that the focus remains squarely on that. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot applaud too much, you know, the removal of this or that chair, uh, you know, without no other functional changes happening. So what's one of the other things that's really important? The fundraising is important because the litigation that has to happen in these states is important. So it's not enough for the RNC just to sit back and join in on other people's lawsuits and not proactively start suing. One of the things I, I told, we told Wally, you just got to start suing so you have a claim to go raise money. You need to start suing the left, stopping the left, yes. finding... The, there's 10 different things. I mean, Gina Swoboda will tell you this, who is wonderful. We'll tell you there's 10 different things that need to be litigated now. Like immediately. Immediately. And so the RNC... And, has, and it's currently not happening. And the RNC has been MIA on those battles already, right? Yep. So there's work to be done. There's not a lack of work. There's not a lack of effort uh, to be done. You know, in addition to this, refocusing... I mean, look, Wisconsin, they're trying to redo all the maps, right? They just did, got, the, got the House and the State Senate ones. 
this is inevitably going to put more money for the Democrats in the state of Wisconsin. You know, they're trying to mess with things in Georgia. Obviously, we've seen the Fannie Willis stuff. This isn't yeah. going to be the end of that rodeo. I, I really want to dive into Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a, a problem. Wisconsin is going to be World War III. I, I'm telling everyone right now. It's the whole country. I mean, if the election were held today, we'd probably fall 10,000 votes short. Wisconsin's a crazy place. It's like, it's a completely different, it's, it's basically like rural Chicago. Yeah. And so you get, it's rural Chicago, tons of farmland, tons of farmers, tons of, uh, of smaller communities. They let 12 year olds drink there. I mean, it's a lot of micro communities. Yeah. It's, it's like a state, it's like state law. You can like drink at the pub with your entire with family. With your parent. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, it, it's it's a wild place. Very European in that way. Yeah, it's it's and it's all pocket, but it's because it's pocketed mm-hmm. and, and so, it's impossible to pull. Very difficult. Impossible. To pull. Yes, the impossible. polls are notoriously the most inaccurate of any state in the country. It is. It has been under siege for years, and remember, don't forget the unions have a massive stronghold on the state. Big time. So, so what ultimately was Scott Walker's undoing was the teachers' union, right? So. You had all these different unions finally joining forces, and they get all their free labor from that. Our side has basically no free labor. Uh, we were texting about it. One of our colleagues here in Arizona, unions were knocking on their door on Friday just like, hey, what issues do you care about? Yeah. Like, they're, they're sending out full-time union operatives to like already soft-ID independent voters right now and do just issue-specific. What's your number one issue? So they have a free multi-thousand-person army. Yeah, it's free. For them, they, it's free. And, and, and the person that messaged us also pointed out these people weren't wearing union shirts. Nope. But when they're asked, you know, they, they self-identify. But yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you have a circumstance now where it's like the Democrats are going to, I believe, start realizing with Kennedy on the ballot, with Jill Stein on yes. the ballot, you have the only one pathway here. And it's Wisconsin. I totally agree. So what are we doing about it? Currently, not enough. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. There's nothing worse than hearing about people living in pain. That's why I want to tell you about Keith from Washington and his Relief Factor story. After years of activity from college football to running a martial arts studio, at age 51, Keith's body felt like it was wearing out. So he gave Relief Factor a try. Keith says he now has, quote, little to no pain in my knees and highly reduced neck pain. Feeling so much better, he pursued a second degree black belt. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel better and live better every day. I know so many people that have taken Relief Factor and they speak highly of it. Developed by doctors, Relief Factor truly has helped so many people take back their lives. So get started. Try the Relief Factor three-week quick start. It's only $19.95 and it comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. So visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That is the number 1-800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Get out of pain today. ReliefFactor.com. I cut you off, Tyler, before we bring in Scott Presser. Finish that thought on Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin is turning out to be, I think, where World War III is going to happen. And here's the reason why. And if I was going to break down what I would predict is going to happen is what they're seeing in Georgia is the numbers are really, really bad. This Fannie Willis thing is really impacting Democrats. And voter registration is out of whack for them. Yeah, voter registration is out of whack. Uh, Republicans... Uh, can win first ballot very easily with a third-party monstrosity that they have in Georgia. Yep. Here in Arizona, you have a situation where Kirsten Sinema, if she's on the ballot, might actually make things a little bit messier. Uh, but you have a circumstance here, too, where it's like the numbers look like they're out, out of control. 
for Democrats. And for us, this is the first time that we'll ever be putting bodies on the ground. We're going to have thousands of people out chasing ballots for real. You know, this is not going to be not just hocus pocus type stuff. Yeah. Right? I, and again, I, I want to make something super clear. We've never done this before in Arizona. This has never been done. The establishment has pretty much always controlled the get out the vote operation in all these states. Uh, in 2020, we did not have any boots on the ground at Turning Point Action. We were basically not not op- we all we did was students for Trump at the time, which was a national thing at all the different college campuses. We saw how that turned out. The polling for Trump is through the roof with young people now. Yep. Uh, but here in Arizona, the establishment's always controlled to get out the vote operation. And this time around, we're like, we're not going to just rely on that. So we're going to bring in uh, significantly more thousands of bodies. And the left has seen this. And they're like, they're going, oh, my gosh, this is the first time the right actually may do this. Do we want to mess around or do we want to retreat back to Wisconsin? Try to rebuild the blue wall, which is Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Remember, Trump crushed the blue wall in 2016. Joining us now is Scott Pressler. Tyler, stay here as we talk to Scott. Scott is early vote action. Scott, uh, we're honored to be working alongside of you and supporting you and helping you. Uh, I'm going to keep uh, my our hypothesis here will be proven right. It all comes down to Wisconsin. Scott, uh, Rana never called you, right? Uh, but I don't know if Laura has called you, but she's been mentioning you on almost every interview. So I think this new regime is going to be much more favorable to Scott Pressler. Well, I, my phone has been ringing off the hook, and thank you, Charlie and Tyler, for having me. I think people are hopeful more than ever because they understand that the grassroots are going to be in power. We're finally going to have a seat at the table. We're going to have youth involved. We're going to be reaching out to the Black community. And uh, you guys, the work that you're doing at Turning Point Action and with my organization, Early Vote Action, I do believe that we have the power to win the presidency this November. Yeah, so let's walk through. I mean, you are relentless, Scott. Uh, You have grit and you have tenacity and you have fortitude. I mean, I just every time people are sending me these tweets and, you know, Scott is in this town of 800 people to go register 50 new voters. And you're it's it's completely out of control. The energy level is second to none. Talk through some of the specifics of what you're doing um, and how the RNC can best support Scott Pressler. Thank you. Well, right now I'm actually in Fairmont, West Virginia. This weekend we had a gun show. And I do want to give a shout out to Annette with the Showmasters Gun Show. She has uh, gun shows in West Virginia and Maryland, Virginia, Pennsylvania. And she is giving us access to do voter registration at every single one of her shows. So shout out to you, Annette. And that's something that uh, people really need to be uh, responsive to is Tyler was just talking about Wisconsin. 40%, 4-0, 40% of Wisconsin hunters are not registered to vote. And I would think there's a similar percentage for every other Midwestern area, Ohio and Iowa and Michigan, Pennsylvania. And so therefore, people can go to gunshowtrader.com, and we are working on having a presence at every gun show in the United States. There's also a website called rodeousa.com. We need to have a presence at every rodeo, and there are even some in California, Texas, et cetera. It's all across the country. And having a presence at farmer's markets and 30% of evangelicals, I know that you're doing your big pastor yes, summit at the Dream City Church, 30% of evangelicals are not registered to vote. So we have to be uh, prepared. We must have the materials. We must show up at these locations, and that's some of the work that we're doing. So, Scott, I want you to walk through this uh, tweet that you sent up. 
Uh, you have we're making huge progress in voter registration in Arizona, North Carolina, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Can you riff through some of this? I mean, you're talking you've, you've mentioned some of this farmers markets, all this. But can you go through some of the numbers? I find it to be fascinating. Yes. Yeah, so Joe Biden, and I use this word loosely, won the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in 2020 by 80,000 votes. 80,000 is nothing. And to anybody that's saying, oh, Scott, you know, the battle is lost 2020. The fact of the matter is, look, Wisconsin, 20,000 votes, Georgia, 10,000 votes, Arizona, 20,000 votes, Pennsylvania, 80,000 votes. Let's break it down. In Pennsylvania alone, there are 80,000 Amish. And that's why this uh, upcoming Thursday, did you know that the Department of Agriculture in the state of Pennsylvania, they are coming after the Amish community because they're selling raw milk and they're, you know, not providing milk with hormones and GMO and, you know, every other thing that is inflated into that product. They're coming after the Amish because they believe that the Amish are pacifists and that they are not going to fight back. So we are supporting the Amish, going to be supporting a rally outside of the Lancaster County Courthouse at 11.30 a.m. on Thursday the 29th. And in addition to the Amish, which are 80,000 in Pennsylvania, you have 80,000 truckers. How many of those people are hauling rigs on Election Day? We need to get a mail-in ballot. We need to get the truckers to vote early if they're going to be on the road for 30 days at a time to lock in those votes because they are conservative. In addition, did you know that Pennsylvania is the fourth largest home to veterans in the country? There are nearly 800,000 veterans in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And furthermore, as I mentioned with that statistic about hunters earlier, 40% of Wisconsin hunters not registered to vote. There are 930,000 hunters in Pennsylvania. So my message to everybody listening to the Charlie Kirk show right now is I want you to understand, guys, we have the votes. We have the voters out there. We just have to do a better job of registering them to vote, mobilizing them, and making sure that every single one of our people are activated going into November 2024. Tyler, do you have a thought for Scott? Yeah, and, and this is what's most important with, with the work that Scott's doing is that every 50 to 100 votes matters because there's a multiplier effect that happens. So the work that Scott's doing, the reason why Scott is so important to – and why I think people are freaking out, like, why isn't the RNC, why, is it, why aren't outside groups doing more voter registration? It's because the more voters that register closer to the election, the more likely they are to actually vote. And so when you have, when you fund millions of dollars worth of ballot chasers in Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, we have great friends, uh, Cliff Maloney, the PHAs, PHAs.com. Yep. They're doing Pennsylvania chasing there too. That's aiding our, you know, the Scott Pressler work, right? Which is... Now we have bodies on the ground to chase. Scott, as you're out talking to people, and, and again, we can't thank you enough for the work that you're doing on registering voters and getting more people added to this. But as you're talking with people, what's the sentiment level with with voting? You know, Are you talking to a lot of people who are first-time voters? What is the discussion level? And then what are you saying to people as they're registering maybe again for the first time or the first time in years? Well, that's been a kind of a wake-up call going to these gun shows. I've been from the Philly Expo Center outside of Philadelphia and Phoenixville to the Harrisburg Great American Outdoor Show. And, excuse me, we registered, for example, one woman that was born in 1956. She's never voted in her entire life. And she goes, oh, my gosh, everything is so expensive. I can't afford anything. I have to vote this year. And we spoke to a man in Harrisburg that is 70 years old. He has never voted. And he goes, 
I've always felt guilty about not voting, but but we were prepared at the right place at the right time. We registered him to vote and we're going to follow up with these people. That's why the voter registration is so important, because there's a data component that we then have the ability to follow up with these people who do they need a ride to the polls? Do they know where their polling location is? When do the polls open? When do the polls close? Do they need an opportunity to vote early or vote by meal? And so the sentiment I'm getting is in this election in November, we are going to see new people coming into the electoral process that have never been involved before. And furthermore, one thing that, that's very important as well is even the formerly incarcerated people. And I really want Republicans to understand that there are people going to come into this election who, you know, maybe they have a past. But look at President Trump with the First Step Act. Look at President Trump bringing new people into the fold, into our big tent party. We have formerly incarcerated people that have been suffered at the hands of our injustice system, very similar to what President Trump is experiencing. And they are coming out and supporting the Republican ticket because they understand that this is about uh, not just Donald Trump, but this is about fighting back against the DOJ that is being weaponized against American citizens. Uh, Scott, how can people support you and follow you? And finally, when Michael Watley gives you a call, the new RNC chair, because he will, what's your message to him going to be? Thank you. Well, people can go to earlyvoteaction.com. And also uh, my interview with Donald Trump Jr. is going to be tonight at 6 p.m. Um, on Rumble talking about the Amish community. So if you're interested, please tune in. And, you know, I had a very lovely conversation with Chairman Watley at your event, oh, Charlie great. and Tyler, which in Las Vegas. He came straight up to me. We had a lovely conversation. And I welcome any opportunity to work hand in glove with the RNC. I would love the opportunity to lead a voter registration uh, apparatus or even an early voting ballot harvesting apparatus. And so I welcome any opportunity to work with the party. We need less flowers and we need 1,000 Scott Presslers. That's how we're going to win. Scott, great work. Thank you. Herzog Foundation is part of an education revolution. For those of you worried about the best educational path for your kids and grandkids, I'm pleased to announce our new partnership with the folks at the Herzog Foundation. They are the trusted source for American K-12 education with a remarkable suite of different options. So check it out from their online publication, The Lion, through the new podcast, Making the Leap. The Herzog Foundation offers a wide range of advice and information for Christian parents. We work with them at Turning Point Academy. To learn more about how your family, faith, and community can flourish through a quality Christian education, go to HerzogFoundation.com. That is HerzogFoundation.com. So check it out right now. HerzogFoundation.com offers a wide range of advice and information for Christian parents to make the best decision for your kids. So check it out right now. HerzogFoundation.com. Portions of the Charlie Kirk Show are brought to you in part by the Stanley M. Herzog Foundation. All right, Brett Galashewski. Shusky. Galashewski. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. It's cool. No, it's we okay. got up in Green Bay. I call him Galashewski. My, so. my grandmother's name was Dan Kowski. So is it Polish? Oh, yeah. Imagine. yeah. yeah Chicago, Milwaukee corridor. There's tons of Poles. It's the best. You betcha. Yep. Uh, it's the best. So, Brett, you're doing a great job in Wisconsin. Thank you. Uh, just how's the vibe? Are people coming? To, are, is, is there, are we taking Wisconsin seriously on the ground? Yeah, we have a really unique opportunity on our hands here. I know Tyler kind of alluded to this last segment, but Wisconsin's about to become the center of the political universe, Big World time. War III. And we're thrilled to be bringing our first grassroots field office to Waukesha, Wisconsin, just off of I-94 in between Milwaukee and Madison. We should do a show live from there when it's open. We, 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 we did the Swing State Update this week from there. We did. Really? Wow. We did. Great location, less than an hour from Madison, less than 20 minutes from Milwaukee, right in the heart 
of where our ballot chasing army is going to be this year in Waukesha, Wisconsin. National pundits don't even have Waukesha County on their radar. We've identified it as a top five county to saving our country. That's how serious it is. I want you to tell us why and why the pundits are wrong. And I I have a feeling I know how you're going to answer. By the way, unbelievable work happening in Wisconsin and Arizona. This is what the RNC should be doing, and hopefully they will be one day. Our data-driven approach has identified a ton of what we call low-propensity Republican voters in Waukesha County. Actually, enough in one county to tip the election in one way or another. Trump won Wisconsin in 2016 by about 22,000. He lost Wisconsin by about 20,000 in 2020. Um, We no longer view it as a war of persuasion. We view it as a war of getting every single conservative voter and their mother out to vote. And Waukesha County is a county that we've statistically been able to rack the score up in in the past. We have to do better. It's win by more in counties like Waukesha County, Ozaukee County, which is a county that statewide candidates used to win by 30 points Where at one that? time. Just north of Milwaukee. Um, that's a, a county that... Is that you know, Kohler, Wisconsin? Or? No, a little south of there. That would be Mequon. That would be like the immediate Milwaukee suburbs when you leave okay. Milwaukee County. Uh, and so 2012, circa 2012, you were seeing statewide Republican candidates winning by 30 points. Dan Kelly won it by five points in our Supreme Court. Well, that's race. the whole ball game, right? That's the that's whole, whole ball game. game. That's the battleground right there. And then in Milwaukee County, the county that I'm first vice chair in, it's lose by less. And if we can get that number close to 35 to 38 percent, kind of hitting our ceiling, maximizing our reach in Milwaukee County, Milwaukee County can go from the reason we lose statewide elections, which it is right now, to being the reason we win them going forward. By the way, I, I, I speak for the audience. Where's the RNC with these impressive young people? I mean, they got these overweight D.C. unimpressive people that are just blubbering on TV. And here's Brett. He's not, you know, knocking off counties and what's the most, ballot chasing. What's the most frustrating part, Charlie, is like they don't even pick up the phone and like want to talk to any But talk about that, Tyler. I mean, these people, they drive me insane. This is why we do what we did. They're so cocky and they're stupid. Brett, Brett is literally the mega mind of Wisconsin politics now. He has put himself through every detail of everything that we need to do to win. And this is what we do, right? We train the grassroots. We look at the grassroots. We find the best up-and-coming talent. And that is that is Brett, but that our entire team, I cannot speak oh, more Austin highly Oh, Austin Smith. Of. And... No, I'm talking about Wisconsin in oh, particular. Yeah. Austin's great. Whatever. Arizona's fine. Our, our team in Arizona is incredible. No, we they got this know national apparatus. But no one's focused on our Wisconsin element. We have some incredible, incredible people. Uh, you know, Brianna, Dixon, uh, Sadie, Brandon Malley, the Brandon Dane County Malley, GOP the Dane, chair. The Dane County GOP yeah, I, chair. So Dane, I'm going to be visiting Dane. Uh, well, because University of Oregon will be playing University of Wisconsin. That's after Election Day. I am going to go to the Alabama UW-Madison game. And so talk about Dane, Dane County is a place we're not going to win Dane County, but we could lose by less. What, what is in Dane County? So Dane County is where the University of Wisconsin-Madison is. Uh, it's the, the People's Republic of Dane County, as we call it in Wisconsin. It's more liberal than anybody can understand. Oh, it is. It's a, it's a war zone. I mean, you <laughs> the walk capital down, of the state. The capital of the state. Yep. You walk down State Street, which is like the main drag where all the bars and you're kind of the, the hopping place on campuses. It's still boarded up from the summer of love in 2020. Four There's still later. graffiti that says F Trump, you know, this and that. I mean, it, it's truly um, a, a war zone down there. And and Brandon Malley, the 23-year-old Dane County GOP chair, who's also our Midwest regional manager for Turning Point Action, he has stepped into this role. He, he's sort of, you know, in a baptism by fire role on the one-year anniversary that, you know, he was elected as chair and the one-year anniversary that I was elected as first vice chair of the Milwaukee GOP. He's done a phenomenal job. He's taken it step-by-step uh, step on a data-driven approach, uh, and, and he's reactivated the college Republicans. I mean, it's just been incredible what he's been able to do. And of course, he's getting scrutiny for it, but that's because he's doing something right. 
and nothing worth doing isn't met with scrutiny. And Dane County, Charlie, is where if you win, this is going to sound crazy. If you go from 23% to 25% of the vote. No, it's not crazy. It significantly changes. By the way, this is what they did to uh, Mequon, right? Or is that right? We used to win by 30, now we win by 5. So it's the same thing on the opposite side, which is we just have to win 25% of the vote in Dane County, and that's the goal. I would imagine RFK would do well in Madison, Wisconsin. He would. He would. And we're seeing that. Um, We're seeing that, you know, he has some kind of interest being generated up at places Mm -hmm. like UW-Madison, UW-Milwaukee, Marquette University, where I went. Uh, And and that could have a big effect. That might be why the left is starting to retreat in some of these states. Do you think they're retreating in Wisconsin? Have we seen evidence of that yet? uh, The opposite, actually. They've, They've doubled and tripled down. We don't see them tripling down in Georgia. They're a little shaky in Georgia right now. And they're shaky in Arizona, too. And But Wisconsin is World War III. W- Wisconsin is going to be the place. Battle lines are drawn. But what is the greatest concern you have for the state of Wisconsin now to November? Voter turnout still. I mean, it, it's still, I mean, it's a numbers game. Turnout, not registration. Wow. Okay. Turnout. Yeah. I mean, just by the numbers alone, we've identified here, I'll give you an example in Milwaukee County. So we've always been told that the Southwest corner of the County is the path to victory here in the Valley. We've always been told that the Tomahawk region is the path to victory. Our data is showing the opposite. It's showing that in Milwaukee County, we have to win by more in West Dallas, places like the North shore, places like uh, you know the southeast corner of the county where there's a lot of cops and firefighters. What we're seeing in Wisconsin, I think this is kind of bent or uh, went with national trends, is that Wisconsin has a lot of Kennedy-era Democrats, union-branded Democrats, who circa 2015, 2016 had that realization that, oh my gosh, I'm actually conservative. It wasn't until President Trump came around and started yeah. speaking their language that they realized that. But we're finding out that those are still disengaged so, voters. So paint for me who... The stereotypical disengaged voter in Wisconsin, are they college educated? Do they work with their hands? What is their age? Build out the profile. Yeah, tradesmen. Um, you know, I, I'd say you know someone who works in the trades. You know, I, I'd put that person in maybe that you know more twenty-four to forty-five ballpark range. Someone who has our our conservative values white working and class, working class, yeah. has our conservative values and principles, but is very apathetic. Wisconsin has a lot of them, and Wisconsin nice is a very true thing. And I think oftentimes that gets in the way of someone taking a stance on a political candidate. Does, are you running into some people say the election is rigged? Why even vote? Have you, are you seeing that a little bit? We run into that quite a bit in Wisconsin. I mean, obviously, 2000 Mules publicized what happened in Milwaukee. Um, you know, we hosted Dinesh D'Souza for a Turning Point Action event in Milwaukee. So, I mean, you can't really escape that that mindset still. And, of course, there's those folks in Wisconsin, you know, the machines and, uh, and you know, they're letting that mindset um, you know, make them not want to come out to the polls. We have to break that stigma. How, how, how do you effectively break that? Relationally organizing. Relational organizing, I should say. Uh, and this is a complete paradigm shift of what we know politics to be right now. The old way of winning is very transactional. They stick a stranger up on your door. It's the political spray and pray method. Lit drop centric. What issues do you care about the most? We want to relationship build in some of our high priority precincts going forward. I'll give you an example. I can walk down the street when I get home to Milwaukee this week and knock on the door of the guy down the block and say, hey, I'm Brett Kalaszewski. I'm first vice chair of the Milwaukee GOP. Wanted to give you my contact information, let you know if you ever wanted to get involved or if there's anything I can ever shed light on policy-wise. Let me be your point of contact. And then I come back in a couple weeks. Hey, man, good to see you again. My fiance made some Trump cookies, wanted to share some with you. Hey, by the way, there's a school board meeting going on uh, next week. If you want to come with me, I think it'd be great. I'll pick you up. Boom. Now I have a friend. Now that person is more likely to turn in their absentee ballot to vote because 
I know that person. I've built a relationship with that person. And we're going to have hundreds of those people in Wisconsin in our high-priority precincts doing just that, complete paradigm shift. Yeah, so Tyler, you could build out. We are, we are furiously hiring yeah. people. Is the RNC furiously hiring full-time people? I don't think they have the resources to do that okay. yet. So I, I knew the answer to that. We all knew that. Yeah. But no, I just wanted to make sure but it's clear. We, but we have worked really hard over time, and you've worked really hard over time, Charlie, to yeah, give you absolutely. a lot of credit. Um, you know, all of us here are one team of literally hundreds of people who are trying to raise enough capital so we can hire. I'm, on I'm time. the capital guy. You're the capital. You guy. guys do the rest. You've you've been there for a long time, but we, I mean, Charlie's zipping around the country. I'm zipping around the country. We're trying to convince as many people fund this now so we can hire people on time. Here's the reason why this all matters. It is not early enough. You're not going to be able to hire if the left has 1,200 people out in the field. You are not going to be able to hire 1,200 full-time people after July 4th. You it's just can't gonna, find the bodies. It's too late. Everybody's already engaged. They already have their vacation plan. They have all. You can't do it. So you have to hire them now or even before now in order to keep up with the left. It, it is, Brett, just close with this. What is the way that the national apparatus has usually treated Wisconsin? They fly in New Yorkers and they fly in Angel, Los Angelinos. Nothing wrong with those people to go knock on some door of a Packer fan during a Packer game. It's a good way to get shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, from a voter connectivity standpoint, they're really missing the mark. Um, you know, they'll, they'll hire and bunch these you know, people from out of state, and then they'll spit them all back into the wild when it's done. And the, the tried and true Wisconsinites who want to help the conservative movement, they're the ones that lose the most on and, that and, deal. And Wisconsinites aren't overly ideological. No. Right? They want a functioning country. They want clean streets. Yeah. Right? They want like a stable place for their kids. Yeah. Don't Chicago, my Wisconsin. Is that, I'm, I'm sure that's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's Madison. Right. TPaction.com. So you guys are having meetings all day, right? I mean, this is we're, we're battle central right now. Right now, Brett is now, uh, he's the newly minted enterprise director for what we call our legacy field operation, which is managing effectively all of our volunteer movement that we have across the country. So we're in 10 States. Brett's the leader over all of those States. Uh, but you know, we have a special focus on Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia, where we have literally dozens of full-time people already on the ground. And now we're, and now we're moving towards hundreds uh, of full-time people that are going to manage thousands of activists. That's great. So the work that we're doing now is preparing ourselves for that, which there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. A lot of events we're going to have. We just met with the state party chair in Wisconsin this week, Brett and I did while I was out in Waukesha. And we let him know. We said, hey, Mr. Chair, we're going to have hundreds of events happening during the month of October. Hope you're ready and that we can turn this thing around and win. All right. You guys are doing great. TPAction.com. That's TPAction.com. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.